up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez, and today we're diving into episode number 101, Stop Overcomplicating. Ooh, so many of us are guilty of this. And if you're ready to improve the way you market your business, but you're not quite sure where to start, start by visiting marketinguninhibited.com, where I have your free Marketing 101 Workshop, which is going to lead you through all of the basics that you need for your marketing foundation, target audience, mission statement, goals, marketing action plan. There are also a couple freebies there. I have a four-week calendar for you, as well as a free one-page brand guide. So you can find all of that at marketinguninhibited.com as well as your free 30-minute coaching call. That is under the Work With Me tab, and the free workshop is available on the homepage and uh, up at the top of the website. Always, As always, reach out to me if you have any questions about that. All right, today I'm going to walk you through how to stop overcomplicating your marketing, your business, and your life. Here we go. I also want to let you know that I had a request to start recording these on video and putting them on YouTube. So this is the first one I'm doing. You can find it on my YouTube channel, the Marketing for the Uninhibited YouTube channel. Um, And we're just going to try it out, right? That's what I tell you guys to do all the time. So I didn't overcomplicate it. I threw my phone up on my ring light. And here I am talking to you in the microphone and you on video. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. I don't know, maybe it's the weather, the sun is out here in Illinois, all of this snow is melting, the birds are chirping, it's actually freaking our little puppy out. He's like, what's grass? What's cement? What is the noise coming from the trees? Um, And I am just, I'm feeling alive. I feel like I have woken up out of my winter hibernation and I'm just like, I'm ready to go. So if you're not there yet, that's okay. You can still listen and you can still learn on this topic and maybe this will motivate you. I do have some challenges for you at the end of this, so be sure to stay tuned. So this topic just came to me during my workout today. I actually had to stop my workout and take notes. I do keep a notebook in my workout space, um, which you can see. Talk about low barrier to enter. Uh, My workout space is in our dingy, old, creepy basement. There's a rug we got at a garage sale and a small handful of equipment that I have slowly collected over the years or been gifted. That's one of my favorite things to ask for when people are like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like a kettlebell, um, a set of dumbbells, you know, something practical that I'm going to use and might not buy for myself. So keep that in mind. Um, So just like I'm teaching you in this episode, we are going to ease, starting with this episode, into more advanced marketing topics. But first, I want to make sure that we have our mind right. So that's why I'm starting with stop overcomplicating so that when we start easing into the, we're going to talk about positioning, we're going to talk about 
so many other great marketing things. I'm looking at my my list of marketing 201 topics right here. Um, metrics tracking, customer journey, value proposition, content creation. But if you are overcomplicating the basic parts of your marketing, then you're not ready for the advanced things. So this is why we're starting here. When you're trying to learn a new habit, like authentically marketing your own business, which is what so many of you come to me wanting to do, right? And I help you, I help you do that by figuring out what you want and by figuring out and creating a marketing plan that works within your schedule and is aiming towards your goals. Um, but when we try to start a new habit like that, even like the first few months of working with any new client, I am working with them on developing this habit of showing up consistently and authentically because sometimes it's counterintuitive. Like we're used to showing up based on what someone else has told us to do, or we're used to not showing up. We have the habit of just not doing it and talking ourselves out of it. So just like working out, marketing your business, when you start something new, your brain will go into survival mode and will overcomplicate it for you so that you don't do it. This, there are no surprises here. Your brain is like, this is new, this is scary, probably dangerous, let's not do it. And then your brain will have you solving problems that don't exist yet. Let me tell you, the amount of you out there who are coming to me with hypothetical problems and wanting solutions to those problems, even though they're not actually problems yet, there's a lot of you. I do it too. But if... (laughs) A hypothetical problem is not a real problem you have to solve for. Maybe it's something to be aware of, right? I don't I don't encourage you to fly blind in any situations or to be naive, although sometimes that works best in marketing. So because <laughs> sometimes the more research we do on something and the more we're aware of the problems or the things that could occur, the more likely we are not to try it, right? Which is like when you think about food. For instance, um, my cousin was telling me the other day he tried liver for the first time, but they, the person who prepared it didn't tell them it was liver. They just let him eat it. He didn't complain. He was like, Oh, I like this. What is this? And then when the meal was done, they're like, Oh, that's liver. And there's, I mean, there's a topic about introducing food to kids and that's for another time, but As an example, sometimes you have to trick your brain into doing things because your brain will also tell you that you don't have the tools, you don't have the experience, you don't have the time or the guts to get started, let alone pull it off. Just yesterday, I had a client talking herself out of a pretty big goal. It included a pretty big financial commitment. But the goal itself, what she actually needed for that goal to be pulled off in this current moment, she was more than halfway to that to that goal. And she would have a year to make up the other half, right? So if she's there, more than halfway there already and has an entire year to make up the other half, why is her brain thinking up all of these reasons that she's not going to make it? And that's just survival. Your brain is designed to protect you. But I'm here to tell you that you do have those things. You do have the tools and you do have the experience and you do have the time and the cojones to get it going. And most of you, and part of this, which a lot of you are doing, is proving that to yourself, right? Achieving goals 
is also a habit. Once you get in the habit of doing the scary thing and figuring out like, hey, that wasn't that bad and oh shit, it did actually work out. The more you'll get comfortable trying new things. But that first time, just like the first time of anything, can be really scary. Like when we took uh, my stepdaughter Rebel sledding, we took her to the big hill, you know, and she at the bottom of the hill was like, yes, big hill, let's go. And then we got to the top of the big hill and I was like, oh, I don't know about this for me. But, you know, I had to kind of internalize that and let her make her own decisions. And she also was having that thought. And so in that moment, I was like, hey, just try it once. If if you don't like it, we won't do it again. But like, what's the worst that could happen? You could fall off. You could bump your head. You know, you'll be okay. And so she did. And then we we had to like negotiate with her to get her to go to a smaller hill later. Um, but so it's just the getting started that gets us so caught up sometimes. Like we, we just overcomplicate it. We get anxious about it. We talk ourselves out of it. We procrastinate. We delay, 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 keep pushing it to the next day or the next day. So today I just want you to start, right? And if you want your new habits to be sustainable, which why wouldn't you want a sustainable way to market your business? Then you have to ease into them. This is where you see things like crash course, uh, crash courses, fad diets, cramming, like all those things. They they're not sustainable. Like remember, well, when I was in college, I don't know if you went to college. Some of you maybe, but maybe you've had this experience studying for something else. Like if you cram the night before and you stay up all stay up all night cramming, like you're not actually absorbing and retaining a lot of that information. You're just memorizing it so you can regurgitate it on your test and then move on with your life, right? Like you brain dump it on the test and then you move on. That's not what we want your marketing to be like. We want your marketing habits to be a part of your lifestyle so that when you try something new, you don't think too hard about it. And then when you're ready to say, I'm done with this service or product, or when you're ready to stop doing something, you also don't think too much about it because you know that there's something else coming. You're ready to make room for a new thing. Some people are so committed to their own comfort level and so afraid of being uncomfortable that they just offer the same things forever and then want to know why they're not growing or want to know why they're bored or want to know why they're feeling stuck or stagnant. Like sometimes you just have to shake it up. But first, you have to have the habits to do so. The habits are like the structure for whatever you're doing. Like if you think like the scaffolding, right? Like you have basic habits that hold things together and whatever's going on inside of there can change, but you still have to have the habits in order to build upon your skill set. Habits don't have to be hard or overcomplicated. That is something I feel like that in and of itself, like we tell ourselves like, oh, I want to develop this new habit, but geez, I can't imagine waking up at 530. We just make it so dramatic. And then we're because of that drama, like, yeah, no, that doesn't sound fun to me at all. Getting up at 530. Nope. No, thank you. So your brain's like, fuck it, sleep in, snooze. No. But what if we reframed it and we just said like new habits are helpful and new habits can be fun to develop? What if we took the drama and the stress out of it? So let's talk about 
some ways we can improve our habits. If that's what you're looking to do, not everyone is, right? Let's talk about morning routines. This came up with three of my clients this week talking about morning routines, and all of them said, Miranda, it seems like you have a pretty solid morning routine. You have pretty good habits. You work out, you meditate, you journal. Here is how I get those things done. I don't hold myself accountable on a daily basis. My bare minimum, so this is one of my questions for you, what is your minimum? This can be applied to social media, morning routines, working out. My bare minimum for working out is to work out more days of the week than not. So if you can do the math, seven days in a week, my goal is to work out four of those days. It is rare that I will go more, no, it is rare that I'll go less than four days in a week. So that gives me three days of flexibility, right? So I can work out every other day. I can work out four days in a row and take the weekend off. It just, it depends on my week. So my standard for myself is not get up, work out at seven, eat breakfast. You know, it's not regimented. I do have a standard and that is to work out four days a week. And on my rest days, I try to get some movement in, go for a walk. We have a puppy now. He's learning. He, we're training him on his leash. And so we are, we are walking every single day, either me or Marshall or sometimes both of us. So, and Rebel loves to go for a walk. The weather's improving now, so it makes it easier to do that. Um, but you can also do some light yoga, some light stretching, just get up from your creation table or your desk or your couch. So when it comes to the morning routine, it can be really nice and relaxing if it's not overcomplicated. If you don't have this pressure on yourself where you feel like you feel like it's pressure, you feel like it's stressful. So you have to ask yourself, like, am I doing too much? What is my ideal morning look like? What is my minimum for my morning? Like bare minimum, I need to get up a little bit earlier than everyone else. I need to feed the dog and I would like to sit for a few minutes and sip my coffee. I usually try to find the sunrise too because that's that's what time I get up. But you know, so if you're trying to start a new morning routine, Start by getting up 20 or 30 minutes earlier, you know, just getting up earlier. If you've never had a morning routine before, don't say, I'm going to get up an hour earlier and I'm going to work out and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to journal and I'm going to throw all of these new things into the hour. You're not going to do it. So just start with getting up earlier. All right. Another example, showing up on social media for our businesses. This is a big one. I know A lot of us, myself included, struggle with, we all have insecurities. It's just a fact. And so once you get to a point in that, insecurities, self-acceptance, self-love, all of those things, that's a topic for another time. Also, Tammy Helfrick is a great one for um, guidance on that if you want to check out her podcast. But for showing up on social media, let's start with small bites. Show your face once a week. Every week, share a mixture of content, share some things in your stories, share a post like a photograph on your, in your feed, maybe try creating a reel, maybe post an IGTV video. I mean, these are all things 
that you don't, that we tend to overcomplicate and we think, wow, this is going to take so long, but it doesn't have to. Just stop stop overthinking it and posting it. It doesn't have to be perfect. When you're striving for perfection, when you're striving to make your grid look a certain way, when you're saying like, well, I have to use this filter and I have to talk about these things and I have to post at this time of day, blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of you are not there yet. Some of you are. Some of you are to a point where you're posting so consistently and generating content so so flawlessly, really, that you can now start advancing into thinking about the algorithm. What time is your audience engaging? You know, what what content are they engaging with? I will tell you, the more fun you're having on social media, the more attention you're going to get, the more your people are going to find you. So you have to have fun. Another thing is, if you're maybe not quite to a point where you're mixing up the content, like you're still getting comfortable with just showing up, then make sure you're covering a range of topics. Like one day, educate your audience. One day, focus on engagement. Get in your stories and do some polls. Ask some questions. Another day, elaborate on what you do. Why have you chosen this particular? A lot of you are very, very mindful about the products that you sell and the quality of the items that you sell. So tell me about it. Elaborate on that. Another day, entertain us. Share me, like, share some photos of your kids. Like, kids are a great way to get personal and also entertain. Side note, please ask them for permission. I shared a reel recently that included a little tidbit of Rebel singing. And when she saw that I had created and shared that, although she doesn't even know what Instagram is, she told me that. I had never asked her permission and that wasn't my business to share. It was hers. So I did get in trouble for that. Um, And video. So if you're sharing anything of your children, ask for their permission, get their blessing, Um, educate, engage, elaborate, entertain, get personal. Those are all great topics. And like each day you can do one of those things, right? And also take breaks from social media. That's okay too. And you don't need to come back and like, sorry guys, I had to take a few days off, blah, blah, blah. Like you, you can, but chances are, honestly, hate to break it to you. No one noticed. And if they noticed, they probably didn't care. Like, yeah, she needs a break. She'll be back. All right. Also being aware of and changing unhelpful thoughts. This is a habit we have to develop. Tammy Helfrich always says, to start with being curious. Where are you noticing that you're shit talking? That is a, a thing I borrowed from Simone Grace Soul. She is a marketing coach. Check her out. She's great. Um, but she says that, like, where are you shit talking yourself out of your goals? Where are you judging yourself and others? This will come up in very, very sneaky ways, <laughs> especially if you feel like you've gotten that down. Like, oh, I'm good. I'm releasing judgment. I'm feeling good. And then all of a sudden it'll like pop up and you're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing here? Um, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be talking from personal experience or anything. <laughs> and also, where are you shaming? Where are you saying should? Just cut that word out of your vocabulary. Every time that comes out of your mouth, I want you to pause and I want you to reframe it And my friend Sarah gave a really awesome tip um, because I was talking about this topic in my stories yesterday. This has been a hot topic. Uh, Business coach Erica Tebbins was also talking about shaming. 
my friend Sarah said, reframe the should and think about how like it's an opportunity. How can you control the situation? So rather than saying like, I should be posting on Instagram five days a week, maybe you reframe it and say like, I get to post on Instagram for my business and I don't have to do it five days. I can do it three, right? And also part of that is like being okay with, part of this is not comparing yourself to others. A lot of marketing, self-doubt and negativity will come from watching what other people are doing and thinking we have to be doing the same thing in order to achieve the same level of success. And that's incorrect. You can achieve your own success, however the fuck you want to get there. But you just have to take action. And that's what I help you do. All right. Talking to your audience. This is a habit. Connecting with them, engaging with them, getting personal with them, inviting them in. This is what in theater they call getting rid of the fourth wall. So if you don't know what the fourth wall is, it's a performance convention in which an invisible imagined wall separates the actors from the audience. While the actors can see through this wall, the convention assumes the actors act as if they cannot, right? So a lot of us are posting out there. I'm not going to let myself in this category. A lot of you are posting out there as if there's a wall in between, right? So break the wall. Stop, like, start talking to your audience. This is what I mean by talking to your audience. Imagine you're on stage and you're selling this product or service and you're just pitching it out there to the great black abyss, this audience with the lights down. No, turn the lights on, start looking them in the eye and speaking to them directly. Also, moving your body and breaking a sweat. You can include this in your morning routine. Um, I don't want to call it working out. I feel like a lot of us have a negative association with that word. So I'm going to call it moving. Get daily movement in. This is important. It's important for your creativity. It's important for all the functions of your body. It's like, it's just as important for your physical body as it is for your mental and emotional body to just move. So, and I would say move to the point of breaking a sweat some of the time. In my personal experience, When I push myself in my workouts, it helps me, it allows me to get comfortable being uncomfortable and and tells me like I can do hard things because I've made it through this shitty ass workout where I saw the workout and like got nervous and anxious to the point of I considered not doing it. And then I did it and I was like, it was fine and I actually feel better. So that, I mimic that habit in other areas of my life, like marketing my business or creating new offerings for you all, or, um, you know, I don't know, you can apply it in several ways. Moving your body and breaking a sweat also helps you with confidence. It helps you with routine, the routine of building strength. And this is, you can build just as much mental strength as physical strength. If you're working out or moving your body consistently. And also start small. Start with a goal of working out for 15 minutes, three days a week. And again, reframe it. Maybe it's not working out, but just moving your body. So all of that is to say with all of those things, there's opportunity to start small. With your morning routine, you don't have to push it and right away tomorrow, get up an hour earlier. If you're working on eating healthier, tomorrow you don't just all of a sudden only eat 
greens. You don't turn into an herbivore overnight, right? And that'll actually make you sick, um, most of us, if you do that too drastically. So, And it's not sustainable because you're going to crave certain things. So you do little bits at a time so that you can master that small habit and you get in the habit of saying, like, I can accomplish this. I can achieve my goals. And then once you you feel comfortable there and you're consistent there, then you build on, t- on that foundation. If you can't master the basics of marketing, if you're still, if you're not sure who your audience, like who you're speaking to, I'm not even talking about having a niche, just like understanding the fact that you are speaking to another human on the other end of your communications. If you haven't mastered that, if you don't know what you want, in your business, if you don't have a vision for the future, if you don't have goals, you're not ready to talk about the Instagram algorithm. (laughs) You're just not, right? You're not ready for me to give you a plan that's any more than mindset work because we're still, like someone asked me, a client brought it up the other day. She was like, well, this isn't really marketing. This is a lot of mindset. And I was like, mindset is marketing, people. Because if you're letting your fear and your insecurity and your self-doubt and your negativity get in the way of what it is that you want to do in your business, in your life, then you can't market it. You can't fake your marketing. Maybe you can for a little bit, right? You can fake it a little bit, but that's not sustainable. Eventually, that'll wear out, wear off you'll be worn down. You won't want to do that anymore because you're putting up a facade and it takes energy and time to put up a facade. And a lot of you are doing a really great job of this, of showing up authentically, of taking us, your audience behind the scenes, of getting personal to the extent that you feel comfortable. So why do we have a tendency to say, well, it's all or nothing. If I can't work out for an hour, I'm not doing it. It's bullshit and you know it. It's just an excuse. When you do that, when you go all or nothing, sometimes it's good to go all in. You know, like if you're jumping in a swimming pool, there's no halfway point. I guess you could, right? I take it back. You could walk from the shallow end to the deep end. But if you want to jump in, you're either going all in or you're not. But with marketing, and working out and morning routines and habits, there is a middle point. There is a place where you can ease into it. So today, your exercise is to number one, make a list of all of the scary things you want to do. I want all of the impossible goals. If money wasn't a factor, if time wasn't a factor, whatever you're telling yourself that is currently limiting you is not a factor. I had someone yesterday, she was really getting caught up comparing herself to others in her industry by saying, you know, like, well, if I had the money that they did, or if I had the number of clients that they did, if this, then that, and it was all bullshit. She doesn't need that to be successful, but she's allowing that to get in her way. And so then she won't be successful because she she's stopping herself before she's even really begun. So make a list of all the scary things you want to do. You don't have to share this list with anyone because number two, you're going to light that piece of paper on fire. Do this safely, please. Go outside, get a metal trash can. I like to do this in like 
a sink. We have um, a stainless steel sink. So I just do it there just in case I can run the water. Uh, make a list of all the scary things you want to do. Light that piece of paper on fire. And then this is really important. Go move your body and get a sweat on. I want you to physically move that energy around and get into a better mindset. Like you've put it out there in the universe and you've shown the universe like you're going to take action right away. I know some of you, it's not the universe, it's God, whatever you believe in. Maybe you don't have a spiritual belief either, and that's okay too. But I'm telling you, make a list, light it on fire, go move your body, set a timer. Even if it's like five minutes and you're going to stand, if you lit it on fire in your kitchen sink, stand there and do like 25 jumping jacks and be like, ooh, just shake it out. All right, guys, that's it. Happy almost spring. I know in Illinois, we're probably going to get a snow again, but I'm going to enjoy this weather today. And I hope you do too, wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.